Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 81 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I really do appreciate you all listening and supporting the show. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. This week's network shout-out goes to Makeshift Stories. Created by Alan V. Hare, Makeshift Stories is a bi-weekly journey into the improbable, featuring speculative fiction, sci-fi, and fantasy stories for all ages. Visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for information and links to this and all the other great shows on the network. My guest this week is Jeff Furtado of Furtado Farms Cookwood. We chatted via Skype a while back, and I have to apologize for the audio quality. We didn't have a great connection, and this one put my editing skills to the test. I hope to talk to Jeff again down the road, but I wanted to make sure I got the word out about his products. They are the only cookwood provider in Canada that is certified by CFIA to ship non-kiln-dried wood across the country, and they also, last year, launched their line of cooking pellets. I hope you enjoy our conversation and check the show notes for their links to their website and social media. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you in part by ATB Financial. ATB is on a mission to transform banking by making it work for people. They do this by innovating at the forefront of robotics, AI, blockchain, and by leveraging out-of-the-box thinkers like the listeners of this podcast. Visit www.atbalphabeta.com to learn more about accelerating your career in tech. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. And here via Skype, I am joined by Jeff Furtado from Furtado Farms Cookwood. Jeff, welcome to the show. How are we doing this evening? Great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So let's start a little bit about your background. Uh, talk about talk about your story a little bit. So we supply various types of smoking cooking woods to... Uh, provinces and um, been doing that for about well, five actually seven already uh, yeah so basically started back 2012 when we supplying a friend of ours who owned a smokehouse here and um, they needed hickory we managed to put some hickory because I grew up around firewood and we burn a lot to heat our home Yep. And then uh, once I started supplying, and then and then we started selling bags kind of locally by the by the bag, and it's like 40, 50 pound bag type thing to people right. we knew and and the word out. And uh, in a nutshell, here we are. Like it just it exploded as as the barbecue industry kind of has been in the last yep. five to ten. Yeah, you kind of got in there, got a good time, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, Fun, it's a fun business. Yep. So, so is this? Uh, and uh, since we've expanded to, we've expanded to, to more and uh, and more varieties of, of formats in which we we supply and produce the wood in. And yeah. For example, like chips, chunks, logs, and now. Yeah, I was gonna get. Well, yeah. Yeah, kind of get into that a little bit. Uh, is this a full time thing for you, or just part of another yeah. operation? Or it's pretty full time now. Yeah. It's pretty well full time. Yeah, it's taken off, and yeah. tried to bring on help. And no oh, good. It's. I mean, it, it's awesome. Yeah. The, the 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 product keeps keeps growing, and it's a pretty niche little market in Canada where we we have nowhere near the number of barbecue barbecue 
viewers in in the market as the U.S. does. No, we absolutely. also don't have as many options when it comes to. Yeah, and you're uh, sourcing this all locally there. And whereabouts in Ontario are you? We're in Wellesley, which is about an hour and a bit uh, west of Toronto. Okay. So we're actually pretty dead smack center of London in Toronto. Okay, the London area, yep. You're sourcing everything locally yeah, there? Perfect. Yeah, so all of our wood actually comes from about a 20 or 30 minute radius of the farm here. Nice. With the exception of each. So it's, it's very local, yeah. Okay, right on. Uh, and you, you mentioned the farm. Are you doing anything else on the farm there? We got a small herd of meat goats and some chickens, but really not a major farming operation. Right, okay. Kind of use the... Use base to store logs, not lives. Yeah, so. that's right. All right, we'll talk about the uh, the products you are selling. You kind of touched on it a little bit there. What uh, what kind of different forms are you providing there? So we've got your your chips for well, chips can be used in anything, whether it's charcoal, natural gas, right. propane. Yeah. Um, basically, you know, many different ways to use it, but mm-hmm. your standard old-fashioned wood chips. Yep. Um, and then we've got chunks, which are basically fist-sized pieces of, or chunks of wood, yep. uh, which every every ceramic cooker just loves them. Yep. Um, charcoal, and they're, um, and still are, but for that matter. Yep. Then we've got just regular 12-inch long haul, you know, are double split so we split them down to about again fist size like three to four inch diameter right package them up uh, not many people have huge offset smokers in their backyard so people don't want them too large no yeah so we try to make it in manageable size and format for the retailers to store and yeah. move and then to use right yeah and then just uh, this spring we introduced our line of pellets which is actually now our best-selling product is in, it yeah in only seven or eight months of the year that it's been since they've been out oh that's good so yeah that's been an adventure and uh feedback is phenomenal and we couldn't be happier with those so we're happy to add to add that new format to the lineup for sure yeah well and as as obviously you know the pellet uh as barbecue has grown uh you know everywhere the pellet uh side of it has certainly exploded right so it's a great uh great avenue for you to jump into there yeah we've been asked we had been being asked uh, many, many times over the past couple of years, and it was just something we weren't ready to, to kind of jump on, both financially and, and time commitment that took to go into it. But uh, it was definitely it's definitely the right move. For sure. So what's from... Uh, I think they're being received. Sorry, go ahead. They're being received very well. The feedback is great, and you know we couldn't ask for better to be in a better position at this point in time. I mean, we're a couple. Yeah. So from your end of it, for you know, I guess the manufacturing of the pellets, what's the inv- what's the what's involved from your end? So we basically got to chip up all of our stuff to the facility that has all the and uh, basically we send him the raw materials. Okay. And it just put into a pellet. So right. So you we get, know you, what's going into it. Yeah. We don't junk into it. No. 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 There's you know, nobody really wants to cook over. Yeah, exactly. So you're not doing that yourself. You've got a, a third party that's making the pellets for you. Yeah, we thought about it. And, and I mean, it, it's a massive financial I would imagine. investment, but yeah. it's not, not even 
that, it's there's so it's a very thin and a very steep learning curve. Right. Yep. So you're better off to work with somebody who's figured that up yep. a premium product, right? Yep, yep. Instead of you know jeopardizing your quality, playing around with it. Yeah, for sure. Start. No, absolutely. Start yeah. stage. Yeah, somebody's got the the equipment and the know-how. Let them do it for you, right? Yeah, for sure. And, and he's fairly local as well. Um, so yeah, with, it's a good working relationship. And I mean, we've we've taken a pretty big hit on our margins um, to not cut a lot of other guys do. Mm-hmm. Basically, by putting in you know lesser quality materials and and ingredients, I should say, or right. whatever you want to call it. But whatever your input, you find out on your output. So yep. we put, at first I thought this could be a good avenue up a lot of byproducts and a lot of the, you know, the stuff we can't use for anything else. But that was, I was so wrong in thinking that. Okay. Um, actually the opposite. You were putting the cream of the crop into this stuff. And like I said, we're taking a hit on our margins, but you know, at the end of the day, we want to market a premium pellet. We don't want to be another value brand out there there's right. there's enough of those and and their performance speaks for themselves so yeah absolutely we don't want to be in that and what varieties of uh of wood and wood products are you carrying there so in all of our formats we offer all six of our varieties those six being hickory apple peach cherry oak and sugar maple i think that's all six right hickory apple peach and cherry we don't offer apple on peach logs just because we get enough big body wooded tree. So right. we don't get very good limbs and yeah. stump chunks to make our 12 logs. Mm-hmm. But we definitely offer them and, and we move a ton of them in chunks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all, all four of four have all six varieties with the exception of the, the apple and the peach missing in the, in the log format. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. What variety of oak is it you're, uh, you have out there? We've got both white and red. White um, and red, yeah. To be honest, there's a mixture of the two. Sure. Uh, sometimes I'll get requests for one another and we'll do the best to kind of sort it out. But uh, it's very inconsistent as to what our suppliers can get us. Yep. So I don't like to single out, you know, white oak. No, sure. We just call it oak. Yep. And if anyone, we're happy to try and, and help them out, but... Yeah, we definitely have both. I think most people would be happy with either, right? So. Yeah, they're still they smell the same. They just have a little bit of different look. Yep. Some some guys will say the red oak is a little bit more smokering, right? Okay, and coloring. Personally, I've never. But uh, yeah, if I could, I'd love to work with just red oak. It's nicer, cleaner wood to work with. Right. But. Okay. All right, we're gonna take just a real quick pause here for a word from our Alberta Podcast Network sponsor, and then I want to talk a little about. Uh, a little bit of bar- barbecue with you here, okay? So we'll just uh, we'll be right back. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you in part by Norquest College's Career Moves Professional Development Program. Your next career move is right around the corner, and Norquest College is here to help. Our new Career Moves Professional Development Program will help you transition to new job opportunities. Funded by the Future Skills Center, we will provide one-on-one coaching, self-assessments, skill development and training, and up to $2,000 in available tuition credit. Our focus is your success. Make your next move. Apply today at norquest.ca slash careermoves. All right, we are back. I've got Jeff Furtado, Furtado Farms Cookwood here out of Wellesley, Ontario. Uh, 
you know, just talking to you, Jeff, I can tell you're, uh, you must do some cooking yourself. Talk about your, uh, your barbecue, uh, cooking and stuff. Well, we love to cook. Yeah. It's just a matter of having enough time to do it. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Um, well, I've cooking for years, obviously. Yeah. It's a, it's a joy. It's a passion. Um, wife argues I need to build a bigger deck cause there's too many grills on it. Well, that's not a bad problem to have, right? No, we've got, uh, got a nice offset, got a pellet grill, got a pizza oven. Nice. Grill. Um, and I have to say, I'm a charcoal guy. Yep. I'd, I'll cook anything on charcoal, any excuse I can get. Um, throw a chunk or two in there as well, obviously. Yep. Yep. But uh, recently, since we've gotten into the pellet game, I kind of boycotted it for years because we supplied real wood yeah or wood in its real format i should say yep, yep. um but once getting aim we obviously had to get our hands on a on a pellet grill to yep. test and see what it was all about for sure yep. you know i must have done a pellet grilling and uh it's i can see what all the hype's about that's for sure well and there's certainly a, but, a convenience factor right absolutely and i think that's a lot one of the main reasons i do it more because you know it's very seldom that i get time around home that you know, we're just sitting back and relaxing where you can watch a grill for hours. Exactly. And, yep. Yep. and drink beer, which I love. But it's it's fitting that into the schedule. That's the hard part. So, you know, I can be working outside on a Saturday afternoon and, you know, throw a whole chicken on or, yeah. or throw a chunk of beef on. And just, but, um, yeah, we, like I said, love my charcoal. We do a lot of cooking on our pizza oven. Mm-hmm. Um, anything from pizzas to side dishes to we've done caveman style nice of steaks right on the coals on the coals yeah nice it's on you know sides it's uh it's a fun it's a fun little rig as well yeah. um gas barbecue is basically a hamburger and hot dog yeah. in a hurry kind of thing yeah no i'm with it very off uh your the pellet grill what what's that uh your your pellet grill what uh what brand have you got going there uh I have to say it out loud. Oh, it's yeah. a Traeger. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> Their biggest competitor, but yeah. uh, it was just long, long story, but it does the job. We're, yeah. looking to, we're looking to upgrade into something. It's an older unit that yeah. we acquired uh, through one of our retailers. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't judge. To, uh, I don't judge, man. Move into something a little bigger. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't judge. Just, <laughs> yeah, but, a little rivalry that's all i guess oh, i guess yeah from a business standpoint yeah yeah so what uh I feel like that's too much yeah fair well, oh well eh? at least if they don't like you they've noticed you and then you <laughs> yeah. do it you, if they, yeah they've noticed you then and you do it must be doing something right eh? that's right yeah uh, what are your uh, some of your favorite things to cook when you do have the time to you know fire up the smoker or the charcoal i love the weber basically throw a ring of chicken wings around the outside fire in the center yeah charcoal in the center and just let it go for a couple hours. You basically got yourself some almost as crispy as deep fried wings. Yep. Uh, I've always loved ring or wings. Sorry. Yep. On the grill, actually on the pellet as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, their chicken wings on our peach pellets are unreal. Nice. Uh, um, I like obviously bakes hot and fast on charcoal. Yep. Um, pellet grill. I love doing whole chickens. They just turn out so juicy. Okay. It's unreal. Um, not much of a brisket guy for being so involved in the barbecue. I think it's just because I eat so much of it everywhere else I go. Right. Whether it's restaurants we or events we go to, but um, 
I really like doing prime rib roasts on there, on nice. the pellet or even the Weber. Yeah. Or the charcoal, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the sky's the limit, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So hopefully that question, but uh, yep. those are some of my favorites, I guess. So talk about uh, some of the restaurants and that you are supplying uh, in that you primarily in your area, I would imagine, or? Uh, we're scattered out a bit. We've yep. got Lancaster Smokehouse. Here in, I say here in Kitchener. I used to live in Kitchener, but in Kitchener. Um, we've got a few new ones in Waterloo, Kentucky, Kentucky Bourbon, uh, Prohibition Warehouse. We've got Salt Lake Smokehouse in Hamilton, Ontario, uh, um, as well as Smoke and Candy in Hamilton. We've got Casa Carbone in Aurora, Ontario. We've got Meat out in Alberta. Yeah, and up in Edmonton. I've, uh, They're big. I've been there. Yeah, yeah you've, you've had Nate on. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, shit, I hope I don't miss any. Piss them off. But <laughs> the commercial aspect is growing, and, and it's great. It doesn't do a whole lot for the brand, but you know the, we're in this to supply good wood to good people and, mm-hmm. and to get better in their products so yeah it's definitely a big part of the business even though in terms of growing our small brand and you know we're a tiny fish in a huge sea mm-hmm. it doesn't help the brand a lot but yeah at the end of the day pays, pays know, some bills too right everybody out well that helps yeah yeah so i guess i net sorry one thing i kind of want to touch on and uh, almost forgot here you are able to ship your product countrywide right yes so that is basically one of the keys to to our success and to where we are today. The, the Canadian Federal Canadian Food Inspection Agency mm-hmm. has given permission to ship our products Canada wide. Right. Which means that basically it's a big fancy certificate that took us three years to acquire. Wow. And as far as I know, the last meeting I had with them and we're still the organization in Ontario at allowed to export non kiln dried firewood right and um, you know being kiln dried is, is one of our biggest selling features and you know I don't know if you want me to touch on that yeah please by all means not being kiln dried means the woods in its natural state and, and I don't mean natural as in living because it's been seasoned for over a year yep. outdoors but not being kiln dried allows that wood to have you know, average 15% moisture content in it, mm-hmm. which gives it the ability to provide that extra smoke, that extra flavor, and not just you know throw a chunk in on top of your charcoal and it's up in smoke and gone and you don't even know it was there. Yeah, a slower, so, a slower burn, right? Our, yeah. So like our wood is, for anyone familiar with our products or that have seen them, they're in a, a like a mosquito net bag. Mm-hmm. And that is, if we put our stuff in a plastic bag, like the bigger band, the bigger brands that bring the stuff in, in across the border, mm-hmm. well, that stuff's all kiln dried. If we do that, our wood would be moldy within a week or two. Because of the and, moisture, uh, yeah. I know that. We learned it the hard way. You're right. When we started. Yeah, because just the, high, the higher moisture level in the wood, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh. It, it, as soon as the sun hits it, for some reason, I guess the sun helps evaporate or I don't sure. know what the yeah. deal is like yeah. the skid if it sits in the shade it's fine as soon as the sun hits it it starts to condensate we don't even wrap our skids in shrink wrap it's got to be a net wrap oh wow 
to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to scare anyone away thinking they're buying wet wood because that's not the no, case. No. Everything's minimum a year. Yeah. Yeah. It just, just has that moisture in it, which you. A you'll, year. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. So, touching the reason I got into that was, you know, people can move firewood out of province, but it's got to be kiln certified. Yeah. Meaning that it's been baked. All the bugs are dead in it, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Ours is wood in its natural state. It's, you know, it's one of our biggest selling features and why people love it. Yeah. Like our stuff sells on the shelf next to, you know, bags of Weber, Grill Pro chunks for more. And I, I get retailers telling me all the time, like, we're moving. And, you know, the, the, the performance speaks for itself once yeah. you get it. Yep, absolutely. It's not being killed. Well, and being it for us, uh, for, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say for us here in Alberta, we can get uh, some of the fruit woods from BC, but it's all kiln dried. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's that's what makes it here for us. Like we have monthly audits. Uh, the inspectors come out; they're checking everything out because we have to go through so many processes right. to not let any bugs mm-hmm. leave our facility. Right. So it's a, we could easily kiln, we could put our stuff in the kiln and, and avoid all that, but it, it kind of goes against what we've built and established. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't really jive. Yeah. Change, changes the yeah, product. The government's, right? de- government's de- definitely heavily involved with us and, and that's just the way it's always been and yeah. we're used to it by this point, sure. but it, it definitely uh, creates some headaches. And, oh yeah. And makes me lose a few years. Yeah, but sets you sets you apart at the same time, right? So where can, where can folks uh, you know find you online, social media, that sort of thing? And I guess uh, are there any retailers that you want to mention that where folks can find the product? Yeah, we're definitely big on Instagram. Okay. Um, probably not as active as I should be on there, but again, it's it always seems to fall to the back burner. Um, so definitely Instagram. We're on Facebook as well. Instagram. I, the barbecue mafia on Instagram, I like to call it, is is pretty strong, yep. and uh, we got a pretty pretty decent following. We got lots of people tagging us, using us, and we love to see it. You know, we love to see everyone using it, using the finished product. For sure, we only see the blood sweat that goes into it, and we watch it. Leave. It's, to, it's really nice to get the tags and, and to see what's going on on the mm-hmm. other end while people are enjoying it too. Yep. So we've also got our website, obviously. Um, some of our bigger retailers would be Dixon Barbecue in Toronto. Those guys, yep. you know, they're pretty local to us. They're, yep. They've been awesome in helping us grow. Uh, they're definitely our biggest retailer mm-hmm. by far at this point in the game. Our website, you can buy stuff online. It's actually fulfilled by them. Okay. Um, we've got a pretty good, pretty good partnership going with them. Nice. But then we've got, again, we've got lots of others. Um, we've got Lux at Winnipeg. Okay. Another yeah. big player. Yeah, been there. Uh, I'm drunk blanks now, and they're all going to hate me for this. But, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're sprinkled all over. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're always looking for more. We want to we get bigger, and we want to get, you know, spread that brand out. For sure. Really, is our, we, want, we want people to at least know about the brand, yeah. not... You know, we get calls all the time. I had no idea you guys existed. We had no idea you were so local. Yeah. You know, that's the hardest part is, is spread words. So yeah. definitely something we're trying to work on. For sure. 
So Jeff, uh, the last thing I always ask everybody is, uh, it's dinner time. What's your uh, what's your go-to going on the grill or the smoker? You may have uh, you may have kind of touched on it already, but uh, if you had your uh, Char- that, that one pick, charcoal grills. What's that? The charcoal before we had this phone call. I actually started the charcoal grill before we we started. I was oh, nice. waiting for my wife to get on some work. Yeah. Some uh, couple strip loins going on there, so that's. That's tonight's adventure. Ready to go for you. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Jeff, uh, thanks, man. I really appreciate you doing this. And uh, I'll put the uh, links to your Instagram and everything in the show notes. And uh, hopefully people can check you out and uh, try out those products. Yeah, that'd be great. All I'd right. be happy to supply them. For sure. All right, Jeff, thank you so much. Yes, thanks for having me. That's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. Helps spread the word. I do appreciate Jeff taking the time to join me, and hopefully we'll be able to chat again soon with a better connection. In the meantime, check out their website and keep an eye out for their products. Wherever you're listening from, I urge you to get out and support your local barbecue joints. If you visit www.eatmorebarbecue.ca, you'll find a listing there of all the great barbecue joints in Alberta. There's a new version of the Alberta Barbecue Trail page coming soon, so keep your eyes open for that. Give me a follow on Twitter at Eat More Barbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, please drop me an email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.